0: what's going on good people of the internet it's time for on slash flagship podcast panel to panel where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such we are back once again once again talking about all that nerdy news and comic goodness that happens in the space that we live in in these crazy times we live in where soon the cheeto will be gone from the white house and the virus while dangerous in its own right is slowly being like fixed we are trying to get back to normalcy but And in the times we live in, um, big corporations have decided to keep on going and create some pretty cool announcements for us. So we are here this evening to talk about all the awesomeness that is going on with Disney and their big um, investor conference they had, talking about all their big stuff that's coming in 2021 and 2022. So we're going to get right into that. But before we do, I have to introduce my cast and myself. My name is James Portis to my left. We have the man who is now once again independent and a kicking ass doing it, Mr. Afro Baggins himself, Travis Tucker. How ya doing?
1: Pretty fucking wonderful. I'm not right now, but one of these next episodes, I might.
0: Oh, you might just. Oh, you cut out there. Where you at?
1: Said I might just be in the nude, and you'll never fucking know.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh mercy. No,
0: oh. I mean, if if you drink for the for episode 50, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and to my right, we have the woman who, like many of us, is excited for uh, Christmas to come. Not only for the presents, but for Wonder Woman 1984. We have Mary. How are you doing this evening?
2: I'm very much looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984. I'm expecting the world to blow up between now and then. <laughs> so, you know... This movie was due out in June, like, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Because I mean, because I think at one point they pushed it up to like 2019, and then they're like, "Eh," and they pushed it back to 2020 to the original release that release spot that it had, and then it was supposed to be in June, and it's just like, just put it out already, like.
0: See What what kills me is the fact that like we were like the Funko Pops and the toys and everything else has already come out like the different brands with like um, Frito-Lay and different uh, cereals have already had their time in the sun like you see that Kroger and stuff like that so the movie was supposed to come out next year then they were like screw it let's just put it out on Christmas. And it's exciting to see that we're finally starting to see a little bit of light go on with like things being so dark as of late. So I'm excited to see what happens.
2: And I, I honestly think that's why they put um, Cheetah in her final form in the trailer, is because they knew that they just weren't going to be able to keep it under wraps. I don't think this was a, a BVS showing doomsday, showing your hand too early kind of trailer. I think this was just, look, this was supposed to be out ages ago. Somebody's going to leak the goddamn picture. Just put it out already. Hell, somebody did leak the picture. I remember that.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Because it, it, the picture leaked around CCXP, and then Warner Brothers did a takedown, and then I think they're just like, you know what, fuck it. Just, just, just
0: get it out there. Just do it already. So, Disney decided to just, like, uh, as well, Travis, how did you put it before the show?
2: I was about to say, James, don't you dare.
1: No. <laughs> don't you dare Travis, say it. You put it
0: before the show,
1: I'm, I'm about dump the laundry basket on all of us.
0: Almost like, yeah, no, but there, there was like everything is here. Like the, and the announcements just kind of kept coming over and over again. That's the one pun I'm gonna use. And we're gonna keep on moving. So <laughs> Mary's disappointed in me cuz I made a really dumb joke before the show. But no, nah, like um so we're going to start from the t- like the, the the smaller thing and we're we're, we're going to work our way up. So like the the one smaller announcement at least for me was the fact that in regards to Hulu coming in the next few years, there was talk that Disney is going to be um integrating Hulu into Disney Plus. They didn't confirm this. This is speculation, but also because of the fact that they want to begin putting more adult content on Disney. Plus, So they're thinking of putting Hulu into it. Hence why, um, freaking Reservoir Dogs is, is coming to, to Hulu and FX. You've got Handsmaid's Tale that was renewed for this season. Um, freaking Always Sunny in Philadelphia was renewed for four more seasons. Um, Ridley Scott is working on an alien TV series to go on to Hulu. And it very much feels like Disney's gearing up just like merge the two like let, let, and just be done with it. And
2: I I'm not redoing my goddamn Hulu list, okay, Disney. <laughs> this.
0: I mean, I, someone made the comparison um like earlier today, I was watching a YouTube video. Someone made the comparison that Hulu has become sort of like the redheaded stepchild of the like streaming services, where like you just kind of look at it and go, what do you have? Um, Bob's Burgers? Like, what do you do? And I, I, I kind of see how Disney could just be like, screw it.
2: I mean, the big thing that Hulu had was The Handmaid's Tale. And, you know, as the mm. show has gone on, like, like, really any show, it declines in popularity the further it goes on. But The Handmaid's Tale, like, they couldn't stop throwing Emmys at that show. Like... You yeah. know? Deservedly so, but no, they couldn't stop throwing at at it. But other than that, I can't think really of any like Hulu original property that's been able to stand up against you know something Letter like Kenny.
1: Oh, L- Letter Kenny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Letter
2: Kenny.
1: Letter Kenny was Letter Kenny in a, a Hulu original or did it start somewhere else? It started somewhere else and then they bought it because they're like, no, nah,
0: this shit's too good. Uh, okay.
2: What about like Canadian. Well, saying I or... know like
0: Superstore. Yes, I, I, say, I know like Superstore started as like a Hulu thing, and then became an NBC thing, which I thought was so weird. So no, I mean, there's the issue with that. Go H- ahead, Hulu
2: kind of went back to its roots with having like network and basic cable shows on their service because. Uh, That's what Hulu used to be. Do you remember that, you know, you could pay to watch Hulu without ads, but if you watched Hulu with ads, it was just free. I might be dating myself here.
0: No, it's like only a couple years ago. You're not dating yourself.
2: Uh, In terms of internet progression. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: But um, then I'm paying like 13 bucks a month just to watch it without ads. Like, fuck you, Disney. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, like, would you be opposed to them just saying screw it and just having, like, Disney adult over here in the corner?
2: I mean, if it consolidates the amount that I have to pay, I'm fine with it. But I'm just gonna bitch and moan about having to redo my Hulu list because, you know, I'm probably just, like, basic, I guess.
0: <laughs> um, Travis, what do you think about it?
1: I'm pretty excited, but also at the same time, it's weird. Because, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the new Animaniacs, like, Steven Spielberg is back on it. Animaniacs. Amazing. And he's pulling no fucking punches. So for me, it seems.
0: Oh, Travis cut out again.
1: But on the same hand. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Yeah, you're back. Okay, but on the same hand, Hulu could use the extra traction that Disney could provide for it. Not to mention, they could adultify all of these fucking Marvel Studios shows and make them that much better. Because I know for a fact, I want to see someone get decapitated with the blade side of Falcon's wings, but I won't get that on Disney+. Plus.
2: <laughs> but here's my thing about um, the convenience: Why is it not on HBO Max?
0: Well, no, the there reason was, why... No, we they, they, talk they talked about that. that. They talked about that. It's because the um, yeah. deal was made for the first season before Disney bought controlling stake of Hulu.
2: Yeah. And I mean and like I, I I figured it was something like that, but just the irony You know some executive somewhere is just sitting there going, God damn it
0: yeah, and, like, there is talks that season two of Animaniacs, if it is greenlit for a season two, they'll just boot it over to HBO Max. So, hopefully, if enough people watch this amazing return of form that Animaniacs is going through, then we will see it return in a bigger format on HBO Max. And then, like, people have a reason to watch HBO Max besides, like, doing the free trial for five minutes. <laughs> Cause- God knows, other than Lovecraft Country, they ain't doing a whole lot. <laughs>
2: if if they stick with um having their 2021 film slate up on it, like, they'll be fine. Because it's, what, a 17 movie film slate?
0: I think it's like 17 or 21. Well, Something
2: it. like that. But I mean, you got shit like Dune coming out next year. And Dune, for all of my complicated feelings about it, is kind of the remake that a lot of hardcore sci-fi fans have been waiting for.
0: Well, and that's a whole different topic in general.
2: That's not an endorsement of the movie, by the way. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, no, not at all. Um, But, like, that's another thing that people are worried about, too, before we get into the rest of the Disney shit, is that, like, people are worried that, um, like, HBO Max and WB are kind of trying to just throw the theaters in the dumpster by having their entire slate on HBO Max. And it's like, they're kind of just trying to make sure they can still make money. And I don't blame them.
2: Like, I think the argument is both really stupid but also does have some merit because you cannot seriously sit here and blame fucking warner brothers for the death of cinema i mean warner brothers is is a successful studio i'd argue it's probably number two in movie studios because you know you have you have disney and then you have warner brothers so i'd argue that it's kind of number two so you know, and it pulls in decent chunk, decent chunks of money every year, and so I can I can see why Warner Brothers doing this would hurt theaters, but I don't think it's going to completely obliterate them. Now, yeah, if nothing. Disney and Warner Brothers both do this, then theaters are fucked.
1: Yeah, is that so bad though? Like, media <laughs> changes all the time.
2: I mean, and obviously, I'm a bitch who loves her IMAX movies. And for when Victoria and I go out to an IMAX movie, it's about 50 bucks. And then we'll see that IMAX movie multiple times. Um, Can you tell that we don't have children? (laughs) (laughs) But um, so, I mean, you know, Victoria and I, when a big ticket movie like that is coming out in IMAX. And so we'll budget in advance to see it. And we love the IMAX experience because it's so goddamn cool. I mean, I paid to see Dark Phoenix in IMAX.
0: Oh, God.
2: That should tell you something. Oh, and I mean... V- visually, visually it worked. In IMAX, it is visually stunning. In regular format, not so much.
0: I've yet to see that movie, and I have no interest in seeing my X-Men die like that.
2: I mean, it has Dazzler, so that I mean.
0: Eh. <laughs> I'm not
1: trying to see Sansa Stark wield way too much power. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to see X Men: The Last Stand without Hugh Jackman. I don't need that kind it, of sadness in my life. I
2: I do give it women points though. Uh,
0: right. I
2: I do give it woman points because Jean has far more agency in the movie than she does in the comic, so it has woman points for me. <laughs> but um. You know, so I can see theaters still trying to do something like an IMAX format because uh, there's now a format slightly above IMAX where the screen like wraps around you or whatever. Ooh. I have a I have a friend in New York City and I don't remember what this is, This kind of theater experience is called, but she saw Birds of Prey in that format. And she said it's kind of like you're just sitting in the middle of the room while everything in the movie is happening. Like you are just oh, in God. the room with the movie. So if they, can, if they can advance the experience, the, the theater experience, while making it, you know, slightly more affordable, I think then it will be fine. But I think traditional, you know, 2D standard deaf movie screens, I think those are going away. Because like Travis said, media evolves all the time and movie sales have been declining for years.
0: Most deaf. Like, and like, and I mean, a- oh God.
2: I mean, and I was going to say ticket sales have been declining for years, save the uh, tentpole blockbusters. 90-ish percent of them are terrible. And yes. it, it kind of goes in and the argument that I like to use, and this is not a boo this bad, is that Marvel, the MCU ruined movies. And I'm not saying that, like, boo, I don't like the MCU. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But each movie has to be a phenomenon. And each movie, theoretically speaking, has to break a billion dollars. And so other studios are kind of like, okay, well, let's push all of these creative movies off to the side and just make, you know, this generic mummy reboot with Tom Cruise, MCU Universal. And, you know, so they throw in like five movies worth of budget into one thing and it flops and it's just everything has to be a tentpole action film that's going to make a billion dollars.
0: Like they raise the bar so high that there's there's nowhere for the bar to go.
2: Exactly. And, and like, and I'm not even talking quality, I'm talking scope because, you know, movies are subjective. But you can't really compare something like the, you know, visual grandeur of Endgame versus the incredible script of Parasite. So you can't really compare that. But, you know, people want to see more things like Endgame than they, you know, you would go to the movies to see shit like Endgame, but you'd watch Parasite at home kind of a thing.
0: Exactly. And I mean, like, there was for a long time, and Travis, I know you've seen it, like, the old-school, fa- like, old-fashioned theaters that will only have, like, the matinee on Sunday kind of thing. I, like, like you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, Travis died. Say again? Like, you know how, like, you, like you'll have, like, the old-school theaters that will only be open, like, one or two days a week with, like, the matinee price and the one big theater show?
1: Yeah, yeah, they still have a like a drive-in one of those in Vegas, which is only a couple hours for me.
0: Yeah, and like I, I think that's what's gonna happen to a lot of movie theaters—that you have like yeah. one big ass day or big ass couple days where you can come in, see one movie, and get and pay your bills. Like I think that like Cinemark and like and everything and Cineworld—they're trying to prop themselves up and be like, we're still a cornerstone of American, th- like like uh, everything, yada yada. Like I understand where you're what you're saying because like theaters. Are something that has been enjoyable since, like what the like the '20s and stuff like that, like when, when movies were first becoming a thing, and that was something that really mattered back then. And you would take their whole family to the movie theater, and yada yada. I, I get you, and I like your your feeling is valid, but it's gonna come to a point where, like like Mary said, you only see specialty theaters, whether they be IMAX or whether they be like the Sunday matinee only kind of thing. Or or it would be to the point where a lot of people own their own movie theaters and like Mm -hmm. put the thing going themselves because they enjoy the hobby of seeing movies in that kind of format. So it's not a bad thing.
2: I think something else that also plays into it is how much of ticket sales studios are keeping. Because I remember, I forget which Star Wars movie it was, but there was the big kerfluffle. because Disney's like, yeah, no, fuck you. We're going to keep like all of this money. And the theaters are like, fucking really? And it just became this big issue because theaters actually make very little money on ticket sales. That, that's why the snacks are so expensive. And I think, you know, studios are trying to keep more and more of the ticket sales. So then the theaters are losing baseline Avenue and nobody wants to buy like forty-five dollar popcorn. Nope. And you know, yeah, we have like AM we have uh AMC is the big theater chain here in town. We have a Regal, but Regal is just like we have broken reclining chairs that you pay twenty dollars for. Nope. Nope. And um, we have one IMAX screen (laughs) for the entirety of the city. We have one IMAX screen. And it's the only IMAX screen in like a three-hour radius. Yeah. So... um, And that theater... The theater with the IMAX screen has has changed hands three different times. Because, you know, one company will fold. Then Carmike bought it. And Carmike folded. Then AMC got it. And now AMC is bitching and moaning... I mean, I guess understandably so that if they don't have a cash influx really soon, they're going to run out of money by like the middle of next year. I saw the news story either yesterday or earlier today that they need something like 500 million, like they're standing to lose like 500 million Mm dollars because the film industry was not designed to survive something like this.
0: That's raw. Yeah.
2: And so and that's why AMC is kind of freaking the hell out about Warner Brothers is because they're like, we got maybe an hour notification. I think they had like an hour's notice that Warner Brothers was doing this before Warner Brothers put out the press release. And as a fan of just the movies in general, because, you know, that's something Victoria and I really like doing together. Uh, She got movie theater butter popcorn. And, you know, we made a bag the other day and it was just like that smell hit you and you're like, my God, I want to go to the movies. But so part of me is like, I'm gonna be sad, you know, to see the fact that these theaters are gonna be so affected. But at the same time, as someone who wants to see these movies, I cannot commend Warner Brothers enough for this decision because it's gonna keep people home. It's gonna keep people safe. Like this is the right move. So she she, she cleared it
0: right there. That was perfect.
2: And Um, Canada's. And Canada's gonna get the movie, so I can, like, not feel too bad while talking about it, I guess.
0: Yeah, like, at first the concern was, like, in a lot of people, because, like, D- DC and HBO Max has had problems putting things over in Canada. And, like, even Disney has had, had issues with Disney Plus being in Canada. And it's like, that's a concern all of its own. And I know there's like, the big issue of piracy going on, whether in Canada or overseas, because oh, Wonder of Wonder these companies w- not getting there.
2: Oh, Wonder Woman's gonna be pirated. Oh, like, nobody's fucking business.
0: Just, oh yeah, no, it's gonna happen, and like it's it's because WB didn't got that shit together.
2: Well, they they planned on releasing it internationally in theaters in countries that you know had a intelligent handling on the crisis, but cases are starting to spike worldwide, and so there are several countries that have since closed their theaters. So they can't mm. watch video on demand. Their theaters are closed. They want to watch the movie. They're just gonna pirate it. Like it will probably be up the next day. Because it's actually opening internationally the week before Christmas. Oh, wow. So I think it's in international theaters. I'm spitballing here, I think, like, the 18th. And then it's going to be available in the U.S. and Canada on Christmas Day. Which means Mary's going to have to block out a lot of shit if she doesn't want the movie spoiled.
0: (laughs) So from there, we're gonna, we're gonna head back towards the, the, the like what Disney had going on because the Hulu thing does kind of like create several different tangents that are worth talking about, especially because we haven't been here in a hot minute. But the what like from from the Hulu stuff, we move into the Lucasfilm stuff, and the big thing that had all of the the prequel boys freaking the hell out was the fact that Hayden Christensen has been announced to return to play Darth Vader in. The like the Obi Wan Kenobi show we're getting for Disney Plus, and I don't know how to feel about this because I I was at a point where I don't even need Ewan McGregor to put on the on, on the robes again. Like I I don't I, I, it's nice. I'm like it's how I feel about Bobo being back in Mandalorian. Like I, it's nice to see you tread again, lightly. but like
1: tread lightly. The,
0: <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not fat shaming him. Don't like, like like because those motherfuckers can kiss my ass. Like it was amazing to see Boba back on the field. Like, don't get me wrong. That shit was sexy and I love I love
1: it. that Morrison is as geeked as I am about being Boba.
0: Yeah, like he loves the fact that he was able to come back and do this shit. But it's like when it comes to Obi-Wan and, and Anakin, like I'm at the point where I want some new Star Wars content. Like, I'm more excited for this High Republic shit that Cullen Bunn and all the motherfuckers are doing. Like, that's, like, supposed to be the way that that, uh, Lucasfilm and Disney are going to reboot the Knights of the Old Republic. Like, I'm more excited for that than I am, and, like, that's prequel shit. That's, like, prequel on top of prequel shit going on. I'm more excited for that than I am for Ewan McGregor's, like, 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 old ass to come back and play Obi-Wan again, just for it to be a prequel between three and four. Like, I'm at the point where, like, yay, this is cool, but, like, I I was ready to move on to the next chapter, if that makes sense.
2: I mean, personally, I'm kind of of the justice for the prequel actors. Like those poor bastards got put through fucking like they got put through the ringer.
1: That's true. Bring like, Jar Jar back in the Mando.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently like, Jar Jar died in the freaking Winding books.
1: I, I think he does. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like the
2: kid that played young Anakin in Phantom Menace, he had his he had his life ruined.
0: Yes. Like his
2: life was over. I mean, and it, you know, it's something—it's kind of reminiscent. It's called the Star Wars curse, basically. That if you do Star Wars, you're not really gonna have a career afterwards. I mean, you and McGregor got lucky. Natalie Portman dropped off the face of the earth for years because she was going to college.
1: Yep, <laughs> and a- Richardson basically fell off the whole map. Yeah, and he then he had- hit jumper
0: and came back, and then jumped off again. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the the, the man virtually had no career because he was Anakin from those shitty Star Wars movies like and now I'm of the firm belief that you know Lucas did what he wanted to do and the franchise was his to do whatever the hell he wanted with it and so it's like it was gonna happen whether we wanted it to or not there was no corporate overlord there it was just Lucas and they were serviceable they made money I'm usually into Star Wars for the space wizards and laser swords, so I'm not like super in tune with it. Because yeah. like I'm a I, I am a fan of Star Wars, but I'm not a capital Star Wars fan. Capital F. Does that make any sense?
0: That makes perfect sense. Like like you're you're, you're there for the ride, not for all the shit in between.
2: Because there's a a video essayist on YouTube, and she did a video a year or so ago. Victoria and I were actually watching it just before the show um, about how she didn't really like The Rise of Skywalker. And she goes through this hilarious list of shit that was just terrible. (laughs) And Victoria made a point. She said that extended universe material isn't there to enhance the experience. It's fucking required these days. And Victoria finds that completely exhausting, and I don't think she's wrong. That I think EU stuff should enhance the experience. Like The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian enhances the experience of watching, you know, say, I'd say, honestly, the original three. Because, you know, know, Victoria pointed out earlier today that The Mandalorian is what the first Star Wars movie was supposed to be. It's a space western. And so, like, it enhances that experience, but you're not required to watch The Mandalorian to enjoy anything else in the Star
0: Wars universe. Yeah, you could just think Boba was dead and not be affected by it.
2: Yeah, and um, you know, this YouTuber she got to the end of the video and talking about how Ray's lightsaber is yellow. And I had to stop and explain to Victoria that the color of the lightsaber, you have the stupid little crystal that you put in the <laughs> handle, and, and she's
1: just <laughs> How she's dare just you.
2: Of, and she's just kind of like, Why do I need to know this? And this is <laughs> after I gave her like an hour lecture of everything that's happened to Wally West.
0: Oh, oh God! Oh, that sounds Some, painful.
2: Somebody pray for this woman.
0: Oh Lord, help us. Um, but no, and like you go down the list of different things they're working on, and like you have Jon Favreau and um um and Dave Filoni to moving on to a Rangers of the New Republic show. And an Ahsoka show. I'm not really happy about the idea of an Ahsoka Tano show solely because of the fact that I'm a diehard Ahsoka fan that w- is just kind of satisfied with Rosario being there for five minutes and I didn't even need that. I was happy with what happened at the end of episodes, t- not episode six, but like the end of uh, Rebels where like she just goes off as like the only semi gray Jedi in existence and just becomes a sage and doesn't bother anybody. Like I was cool with that and then they're like nah she still has her lightsabers and is doing shit mandalorian i'm like okay whatever fine but like now it's like you're trying to ride the fan service into the ground to the point you don't even have the woman that originally played her involved like ashley Eckstein is nowhere to be found and it just i want new content like
2: didn't katie sackoff play the live action version of the character she voiced
0: she in did. She she played she played Bo Katan in in like yeah. Clone Wars and Rebels, and then played her in Mandalorian. That's what so, had me so perplexed about why Eckstein didn't play her in, in Mandalorian.
2: Because I never you know, hear confession here. I, I think I've seen a total of like four episodes of the Clone Wars. Um... And even I know, like, I I am aware of the show. I'm aware of what happens. I think I've seen a total of four episodes. But even I know how much she loves that character. And I pulled up the picture of her in the Ashoka cosplay that I've seen. And I showed Victoria. And Victoria's like, why didn't she just do it? I'm like, good fucking
0: question. Exactly. (laughs) And it's, like, Ashley Eckstein has done so much work for Disney and Lucasfilm creating the Hurry Universe brand, like, getting more women to enjoy Star Wars, like, despite the gatekeeping. And it's, like, why didn't you just grab her, put her in the makeup, and do it? Like, I don't – it perplexes me. And it's, like, I'm more excited for, like, like – It's a little bit fanservice-y, but it's newer content, like The Bad Batch being a a sequel to Clone Wars. Like, that excites me more because it's characters that deserve their story to be told that we already ain't been with them for 50,000 times. And, like, freaking... Lando, we barely know anything about Lando's journey. Let's do a Donald Glover Lando show, even though I'm a Lando Calrissian fan to die for. Like, I th- th- those are my two fan service things that I care about. But it's like, at least there's something to do there that we can pull from. Ahsoka and Obi-Wan, they're done. We don't need more of that. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. And, it's, and and now we find out that... um. Patty Jenkins is doing a, a Rogue Squadron movie and I'm like oh, well, yeah give me that
2: <laughs> Disney fucked up with that one because they're like we're, we're sorry for Thor the Dark World now we have to pay you actual money <laughs> exactly (laughs) (laughs) Patty Jenkins was the original director for Thor the Dark World and there was some kind of creative difference Natalie Portman is the only one that will actually talk about it because she's super shitty still and that's why Natalie Portman wasn't in Ragnarok is because she broke her contract and she's like fuck all y'all because Patty Jenkins was her hand pick to direct Thor the Dark World and Mm -hmm. so they separated Patty was fired I'm not sure Uh, Warner Brothers is like, hey, do you want to do Wonder Woman? And she refused multiple times before finally going, Jesus fucking Christ, I'll direct Wonder Woman. And now she is the highest paid lady director in all of Hollywood, and now Disney has to pay her actual money.
0: To do Rogue Squadron.
2: (laughs) I mean, and Patty Jenkins, her father was a fighter pilot. Mm. So, you know, that's why she really took to Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman. That's why she's really, you know, kind of enamored with this is and I, and you know, Patty will knock it out of the park. Um, she only has a handful of film credits to her name, but I think one of her first movies was directing Charlie's Theron to an Oscar. So um so Patty she Patty will do very well. And I just think it's hilarious that Disney just royally shit the bet on this one. They screwed they it up and <laughs> And now they actually have to pay Patty Jenkins money. And we yep. all know Disney likes to do shit on the cheap.
0: Travis, what do you think of all the Star Wars news before we move on?
1: Uh, honestly, I just want Mace Windu to come and teach Grogu the ways of the Forest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that into the ether. He still could be alive. Sam Jackson I mean, is, is him alive.
0: I must say, Sam Jackson keeps saying that he's alive. So, like, if it happens, then fuck it. But, like, Hey, and
1: him and Favreau are homies, so it's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: That's true. That's true. A Mace Windu show. A Mace Windu show would be fucking baller. I will say that. Like, you find out he's just... We
2: we need either an R-rated Mace Windu property or an R-rated Nick Fury property just so Sam Jackson can say fuck as many times as he wants to.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) From there, we move into the... No, I, I would be fucking baller. It would be great. Like, I've been saying for ages that I want, like, a Mace Windu prequel, like, novel. Or, like, a Mace Windu survives being thrown out the freaking window somehow moment. Like, we know, know he's I'm... a voice in Ray's head in Rise of Skywalker, but I would love to see, like, Samuel L. Jackson just be an old, like, decapitated... Not decapitated, but, like, uh, Decap- like missing a hand, man. <laughs> Jesus, but like like running around without a hand, just cutting bitches up. Like, that would be hilarious. Like, hey, it would be great.
1: Hey, man, Luke survived a fall like that, catching on a fucking what looked like a 1950s radio antenna on Bespin. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's possible. It's possible. I, I'd watch it. Fuck it.
2: I just um, want it to rated so Sam Jackson can swear as much as he wants to.
0: Yes. Him being in a freaking Alexa voice, it still cracks me up. Um. So the, the, and now we're moving into the more central Disney news. Before we go into the Marvel shit, and um, God damn it, I, I hate that. Like we're getting this, but I'm at the point where it's like it's like the whole thing with with the Snyder Cup that I'm just like finally we can stop hearing about this and it can and it, it, it can just be a thing that we're finally getting a Hocus Pocus two. I'm like, finally we can stop hearing about it and it can just like exist and be in the Are ether you, and not have to worry about nice. it. What? I
2: didn't know about this. What?
0: You didn't. You didn't know about Hocus Pocus two being announced?
2: No, I didn't. Oh my it was, god! It was
0: finally confirmed, and uh, Adam Shankman is it will, uh, will be directing it.
2: Oh my god! It, it, like obviously, Bette Midler's coming back.
0: Oh, of course. The whole cast said they're coming back.
2: Oh my god! Kathy Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker coming back too. Yep. Oh my god! I love it.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I love it. <laughs> But
2: uh-huh. oh, ask any gay person what their favorite, like you know, Halloween movie is, and ninety-five percent of them will say either Halloween Town or Hocus Halloween Pocus.
0: Town. Halloween Town. And you got Either me. Halloween
2: Town or Hocus Pocus.
0: <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, friggin' uh, randomly, we're getting a Three Men and a Baby remake starring Zac Efron, which. Uh, okay sure I, i'll watch it fuck it
2: <laughs> i mean what is the potential to be kind of homophobic i mean
0: <laughs> in, th- in this day and age yes but like the original was such a cult classic for disney when they were making Miramax oh, max yeah, no. that they're like fuck it let's remake it
2: oh no the original is it i like the original and i saw that they're doing another cheaper by the dozen it's like the third one now yeah
0: that was yeah, they're like they're doing cheap by the dozen with Gabrielle Union, and I'm like, oh, black cheaper by the dozen. I'm ready for the racial jokes, but all right, I'm here for it.
2: First one, it was Steve Martin, then Ashton Kutcher, and yeah, so I think this is the third version of it.
0: No, 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 no. Um, Ashton Kutcher was just in the background of the oh. first Steve Martin one.
2: Okay, I'm totally confused then.
0: He was dating um, the oldest daughter, and he like that. That the, he was the one who got his pant, his underwear stuck in the meat, and the dog uh, ate his pants.
2: Okay, all right, I see. <laughs>
0: Um, and then the, the biggest highlight of, like, the sort of not specific Disney news, but sort of, like, miramax old school type news is that Whoopi Goldberg's, Goldberg's gonna come back for a, a Sister Act 3, and it's directed by Tyler Perry, and I'm, like, actually, oh, so produced by Tyler Perry. And I'm, like...
2: You had me at Whoopi Goldberg, but you lost me at Tyler I'm Perry. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like- because when I heard about that, I'm like, oh, my God, Victoria, they're doing Sister Act 3. And she's like, what? And I said, and uh, God, it's being produced by Tyler Perry. And you've lost me at Tyler Perry.
0: I mean, Whoopi's been talking about she wanted to do a third one for so many years that, that, that she was going to do it in like, Hell or eye Water. So, like, I, I, I'm going to watch it solely because, you know, um, McGonagall is going to come back for her cameo as the, as the head nun. Like, you know what's going to happen.
1: Just yeah, you know Maggie's
0: missing a walk-in. I don't know. I just
1: wish Tyler Perry had nothing to do with this. I don't need. <laughs> I don't I... need the dark-skinned black man being the villain for someone to be saved by the light-skinned black man in a shitty cornrow wig.
0: Thank you, Huey <laughs> Freeman. I, I appreciate you for your reference, but like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm at the point where it's just, like, if Whoopi wants to make the movie, let her make the damn movie. Like, I don't even care anymore. Like, she's been wanting it for so goddamn long. And as long as I get my cameo from Maggie Smith, I don't care. Like, That's, that's literally where I'm at. Like, Whoop, like Whoopi's going to get to a point here in a minute where she's going to roll over just like everybody else. So it's like, let her get it in before that happens. Like, Maggie Smith is still here to make the cameo. So do it while you can. Like, that's how I feel at this point. Um... From there, we move into the like the, the, the more Disney-ish news. The one thing that I'm very excited about is that John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, and Seth Rogen are going to do a Chippendale Rescue Dale. Rangers movie. Fucking and I'm motherfucking hyped. Mary, <laughs> what, what did you say?
2: I said fucking Chippendale. I love it.
1: I'm like, like really worried because
0: like those three together—it sounds like a perfect pair. See,
2: I'm, Travis, you got
0: are you
2: I'm leery. It about sounds
1: t- like they're turning a Disney movie into a stoner flick.
2: Yeah, and I'm yes. I'm typically, I'm typically leery about Seth Rogen because he like there's really no middle ground with him. He either advances, he either improves it, or just horribly ruins it. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm I'm curious, but I mean, Mulaney is hysterical,
0: and Sandberg is great. So this could be a golden movie for Disney. Um, See, Pinocchio ironic, is being made. Oh God! The I was going to say
2: that um, when I first saw the Chippendale announcement, my dyslexic brain read it as Chippendales, as in the dancers, and <laughs> yes! I'm like, oh. Okay. What? Oh, God. No, wait Okay. Oof. So, like, um, <laughs> my, my, my brain's just kind of like, oof.
0: That's great. I love that. Um, Pinocchio is being directed by Robert Zemeckis starring Tom Hanks. And I'm like, all right, that, that's gold. Do it. I don't care. Make it happen. Like... <laughs> Tom Hanks has already played uh, Walt Disney and Mr. Rogers. Like, the man can do no wrong. Like, unless he eats up, like, a pack of puppies. Like, there's nothing that man can do to hurt himself. So, like, just, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, are you excited for a Pinocchio movie, either of you?
2: I mean, I'm ambivalent about Pinocchio in general, but I have a friend in college who actually met Tom Hanks, and apparently he is just the sweetest person in the world. Oh, that's good. Like as as nice as you think he is, he is somehow nicer. Wow! So that's just I, I like telling that Tom Hanks story, but yeah. I am amb- I am ambivalent about Pinocchio.
0: I'm gonna say like yeah, like you like we know the tale, like it'll be fine. So like well, sure, just do it. It's, like it's, 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 just, it's, gonna...
2: it's in that stack of Disney movies i would never I've never seen because I wasn't allowed to watch Disney movies growing up. Oh dear. Yeah it is this Wait, whole big... I was not allowed to watch Disney movies growing up with very few exceptions because my mother was a staunch second wave feminist we're talking marched in Washington for the equal rights amendment in the 70 second wave feminist which is something she actually did and she didn't want me watching disney as a little girl because she didn't she didn't want it to send the wrong message. And this is it's not just princess movies, it's most of Disney that she felt that um the women in Disney films were usually kind of being portrayed as, you know, not quite as smart or weaker, or you know, the there's emotional strength, and then there's like air quotes emotional strength mm. that they use to describe you know female lady characters who are largely useless and so my mom didn't want me to get the wrong idea or that you know i needed a man to come save me and like that coupled with my dad watching xena i feel like possibly made me gay <laughs> but <Holy shit>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so i've actually not seen a great majority of disney films because wow. um, I have never seen Beauty and the Beast, but we did the musical when I was in high school. I worked; I, I was the stage manager for the musical in high school. So I've actually never seen the film. I have never seen The Little Mermaid. Wow! Um, I've seen. I've
0: great.
2: never. I've, yeah, I've never. No. I've never seen Snow White, but I have seen Maleficent. I okay. have seen. Um, uh, uh, wait, did I say Snow White? Yes. I meant Sleeping Beauty. I've seen Snow White in a cinema class I took in college. And then I've seen Cinderella because of my grandmother, I think. So Have you seen I've... Peter Pan? No, I've never seen Peter Pan.
0: Well, I've good, because seen... we're getting Peter Pan and Wendy starring Jude Law. And I'm uh, freaking simping for Jude Law always. So I'm excited for that.
2: I was allowed... Oh. I was allowed to watch um, Aladdin for some inexplicable reason. I think it's because my dad really liked a thousand and one Arabian nights. That's um, fair. The actual book. I was allowed to watch Mulan because Mulan got to fight. So Mulan was a warrior and she wasn't, you know, as what my mother considered useless. So I was allowed to watch Mulan. I was allowed to watch Hercules and the lion. Hercules. King. And so those are, you know, until obviously I became a teenager and um, you know, the, I've still I haven't seen shit like Tangled or anything like that, so I haven't seen a large majority of Disney films. So I'm relatively ambivalent about most of them.
1: Okay, that's fair. Well, so, up until what Brave and Moana, your mom was like spot the fuck on in what they did to people's yeah. characters. Yeah. Lilo and Stitch. Because t- I am um,
2: and I have seen Lilo and Stitch. I was allowed to watch Lilo and Stitch.
1: Okay, they gave it boobs. It's an alien. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> But I, you know, once I got old enough, like obviously I saw Princess and the Frog. I think I was in college. I saw Brave. I mean, and these are all like I watched these on DVD. I don't know if I, I think the last Disney cartoon movie I saw in theaters was maybe Mulan. Okay. So, um, it's usually usually, whenever I say I wasn't allowed to watch Disney movies growing up, I usually get like a rubber double take. like what?
0: No, because I went to uh, I went to a Christian college where like half of them have been so sheltered they were mm-hmm. never allowed to watch Disney shit. So like I've just kind of accepted it at this point. Like everyone in Indiana that I know of it just never hasn't seen Disney shit. So I've kind of just accepted it, um. Like, it's not saying your state's bad, I'm just kind of assuming. No,
2: no, 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 no. And it's it's typically, like, when I do talk about, you know, my mom's feminist feelings regarding Disney, sometimes a lot of women will get typically very huffy about it because it's like, well, you know, I don't think like that and I watched these movies and I'm like, take it up with my mother then? Like, don't yell at me for yeah. it.
0: Um, Did you ever see Enchanted?
2: I have not and Victoria is very angry about it. <laughs> I have never seen you Enchanted. You it before
0: the sequel comes out.
2: Well, uh, Victoria, she absolutely loves Enchanted. And I really like Amy Adams. And we were actually talking about this, I think, the other day. Where she's like, I need to make you watch this movie. And I'm like, I have nothing against it. We've just never sat down to watch it. Because I know it has Amy Adams and Cyclops and the guy from Grey's Anatomy. And then... Mm-hmm. The lady that voiced Ariel is a secretary or something?
0: I think so, yeah.
2: And I know the one of the big jokes in the movie is that Adina Menzel is in it, but she doesn't sing. And,
0: yep.
2: <laughs> and Victoria is just very angry. I have never seen Enchanted.
0: Well, so. the sequel's coming out called Disenchanted, and I'm I, I... <laughs> I don't, I, I, why do we need this? Like, the story had a very finite ending. Like, you're kind of just pulling the, like, Amy Adams back in just to say, oh, everything's gonna go wrong. And I, I, I don't know if I like that kind of sequel to be made.
2: It's because millennials in nostalgia, James, will throw money at anything.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, Diary of the Wimpy of Wimpy Kids getting a new animated series on Disney Plus. Night at the Museum is getting a new animated series, which I'm disgusted by. Leave it alone. Um, they announced the full cast for Little Mermaid, and Daveed Diggs is playing Sebastian, and I couldn't be happier. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm really excited about that. And Aquafina is playing um, the 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 Pelican S- dude, the S- yeah, Scuttle. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs>
2: See, I feel like I've seen enough clips of The Little Mermaid to say that maybe I have seen the film. But obviously, I have a very close connection with Ursula because I'm a homosexual. And um, Ursula's visual appearance was based off of Divine, who is a very famous Mm -hmm. drag queen from the 70s with the John Waters films. So that's the one thing you really do learn about The Little Mermaid being gay. And I think the only person... there, There were only a few people that I would have accepted for Ursula, and Melissa McCarthy is one of them. Yes,
0: I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Zootopia is getting a Disney Plus show. Uh, Moana is getting a Disney Plus show. I'm real skeptical
1: about the Zootopia show. Don't
0: feed the furry. It, it just feels Wonderful. like the gate, the gateway for furries to go hog wild, and we accept furries here at Panel to Panel, but like, I, I don't know if we needed this.
1: Still, I, don't mean- I, I talked about it on Blurred Grounds briefly, but, like, the premise of Zootopia is kind of more racist than the message.
2: Yeah, cop's yeah. good,
1: yeah. yeah, well, predators are naturally disposed to do bad shit. There's, there's no real parallel there between human and animal, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. it tells kids that well, they have a disposition for violence and claws and sharp teeth, and that's so far from the fucking truth.
0: Yeah. Um, Baymax is getting a TV show. Tiana's getting a TV show, and I couldn't be happier because it feels like Disney's between them redoing the theming of the one Disney ride from Song of the South to Princess and the Frog... And them giving Tiana her own show, it feels like they're trying to rectify what they did to Tiana and be like, yo, we actually can make this right. Let us make this right. And I'm, I'm I'm here for it. I'm, I'm open what's, to this.
2: What's, what's Baymax?
0: Baymax is the big, like, fluffy white what? balloon thing from Big Hero 6.
1: Big Hero uh, 6 is, like, the best Disney movie ever that got completely shut the fuck out by Frozen.
0: Because Big Hero 6 it is, like, that one, one Marvel Heroes. thing... Yeah, it's 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 the okay. one like the other Marvel tsunami property that came out with runaways that like everyone oh, got booted oh, over to Disney. Oh okay. like, okay. like, yeah, it became like a really big thing at Disney, but like everyone forgets it was a Marvel property.
1: Fucking tsunami. Yeah, it was wasn't it like like China's Avengers damn near?
0: Yeah, well, it it, was supposed to be Japanese. It was supposed to be like because that was when during the 2000s, Marvel Tsunami was a thing, or like Runaways, Big Hero Six, and a couple other things came out trying to promote more diversity. Shit.
2: Well, no, it was a response to the early 2000s manga boom, and so it was Marvel. It was Marvel's manga imprint, and so each of the Tsunami books was meant to elicit a manga type feel. And the only Marvel property that actually survived the imprint folding was (laughs) Runaways. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Runaways was the only thing that came out and Big Hero 6 got disney <laughs> Um But it's so good, disney
1: It teaches you about loss and all kinds of it? shit.
0: Honestly, Mary, like if you and Victoria ever need a movie night, that's like something I would definitely recommend. It's actually a really good movie. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I, I, just, so, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, Disney and Pixar are making a Buzz Lightyear movie. And it's starring Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. And Chris Evans made it abundantly clear on Twitter that this isn't like, oh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. This is like the story of Buzz Lightyear, like the thing the toy was based on. So like, it's literally going to be like an astronaut. And I'm like, I was already skeptical about you taking over for Tim Allen just because Disney's tired of Tim Allen's redneck ass, but like fuck Tim Allen, yeah, fuck Tim Honestly. Allen. like yeah, no, like, like like, fuck him, like, get get him out at this point, but it's like I, I was already skeptical of you taking over, Chris, but now you're telling me you're not even gonna like rehash the, like the little like animated series They gave him a buzzlight year of Star Command. You're just gonna be an astronaut. I don't know what that's gonna be compelling enough for the kids, Chris. <laughs>
1: See, all right, I'm gonna be the straight in the room, and I'm really <coughs> excited for Pixar ass.
0: He's saying I'll be the straight in the room. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that, Travis. You made my night. Oh, uh, like that, that, that's that's funny. Um, Mary, do you have any opinions about a Buzz Lightyear movie?
2: I mean, not really. Sorry, I'm okay. too.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: Um, I mean, I think it's a, I dumb, mean, just... I think it's a dumb premise. Like, I yeah, get what they're like, trying to do, but, like, why?
0: That's how I feel. It's like, we didn't need this, but, like, okay, thanks. Like, it's one of those things where someone hands you a chocolate chip cookie that you didn't ask for, and it's like, I'll eat it, but, like... I didn't need it like thanks like it's almost be... like
1: this old Patton oswald joke that i heard when he was talking about the prequels for star wars <laughs> like hey do you like tour story well here's a story about close Lightyear and how he came to be it's almost like someone asks you if they like ice cream and they give you rock salt instead of ice cream
0: <laughs> i mean yeah that's a, that's a great way to put that um and then we're getting a couple other like short things. Like they're introducing like the dog from up is getting some short like, cl- like like clip episode things. Um, they're they apparently have a like a cars like fourth film in the works that no one cares about anymore because they're trying to bring back cars. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> no one cares anymore. Um, I'm really excited for the Raya the Last Dragon movie um, that's coming out in March. That looks freaking amazing from what I've seen.
2: Was that the one with Kelly Marie Tran? Yes. Okay.
0: That Uh, one looks freaking amazing. They
2: got to do right by that woman.
0: Yes, very much so. I think they're trying to do that with this movie because it looks really good. Um... I think they're trying to like cash in on how well like Mulan did in her generation. Not the new one, like, <laughs> like the nineties. Like not, not the new one. But like I think they're trying to like give like, like give a, like a second try at that. And I think they they might have found a winner with this one. especially with diving more into the mythology that Mulan tried to do with the dragon and the ghost and like tried to do more of that. I'm kind of excited to see what they do. I'm,
2: I'm getting real close to just hate watching the live action Mulan
0: i i watched half of it the other day because my roommate had it on and i was just like no see, I, please god no. i
2: i love Li. she's the actress that plays the witch i adore mm-hmm. her i will throw money at anything that woman is. She, like i i could not like 30 dollars justify paying to see that you know bullshit movie you know, just, oh god, Gong Li isn't hot enough to save that movie. Damn. <laughs> and you know I'm, the fact that Leo Fei is, you know, a
0: police. You know. Yeah, that that makes it worse. Um, yeah, honestly, worse. Like for me, at this point, I'm like, if I want to watch Mulan, I can go watch um her her be in a Mandalorian, and then watch her be in Bad Batch next year. Like, I don't I don't need to do like watch that movie. <laughs> like she, she like her her like her actress is doing amazing and other properties kicking ass. I don't need to watch this train wreck of a movie. <laughs> um and like uh, from there we move into the more thing you would expect from the comic podcast to talk about the Marvel content. We they have announced they're, they're giving a new basically they're basically giving us the Nick Fury show without it being the Nick Fury show. It's going to be Secret Invasion. So they're going yeah. to <laughs> what was that
2: I hate secret invasion
0: I mean it was it, it's not the best book but like uh. I, mean,
2: I applaud it for like trying to do something interesting but oh my god everyone was secretly a scroll the whole time what
0: that's why Hank did his wife because he was a Captain scroll Marvel. guys
2: oh god it just it hurt so bad
0: like, See, if Marvel, like,
2: if Marvel wants to retcon shit, just put your pants on and pull the plug,
0: like... Yeah. And, it, and it, like, when it comes to Secret Invasion, like, if you really want to do Secret Invasion, you shouldn't have made the scrolls sympathetic in Captain Marvel. Like, exactly. you ruined your how, chance.
2: How the fuck is that gonna work? Because it's like, oh, but these are the good scrolls. The rest of them are bad. And it's just, like... Uh, they set themselves up for failure. It is a dumb event that they just did to retcon a bunch of shit. Like...
1: Yep. When they easily could have done secret wars and had Nick Fury whisper to Thor and make that motherfucker
0: unworthy for a great season ending. I mean, well, that, that was during Original Sin. That was a whole different thing. Yeah. But, like... But in general, like, Secret Invasion was just a train. And it was, like hey, let's fix the whole Hank thing. Let's say that Mockingbird's still alive. Let's kill Elektra again for the thousandth time. And it was just a mess. So when like Marvel has the chance to fix it, there's potential for this to either be really good or really stupid. So I hope they're not like, lining Samuel L. Jackson up for something stupid. Um, we They have announced the Ironheart TV show. And Dominique Thorne, Thorne is going to be playing uh, Riri. And cool. Let me know when there's a trailer. That's how I feel about that. Same thing with the next one. That Dom Sheedle
2: base it off the Bendis run. That's please
0: God no. I mean, like you have to also use the infrastructure
2: of the Bendis run,
0: but like I mean, not obviously
2: you you have to have the infrastructure because you know that is her basic introduction. Yeah, but like I will like throw money at e viewing. Like, can you just do this? Like, because <laughs> I mean, the Bendis book isn't terrible. But it ain't great. But it's not great. And it tried to do the whole Riri is amazing because the book tells you she's amazing. And it's like, no, if you read the character for five minutes, you're like, oh, my God, this character is awesome. But, you know, the book shoves it under your nose how perfect and amazing, you know, and perfect she is. And it's like, uh, just let the writing speak for itself. Like,
0: It's rough. And then like they have like the, the whole like first half of the book is her having a freaking dick measuring contest with Sharon Carter. And it's like, please stop. Like, yeah. please, God, stop.
2: I so mean, hopefully I don't, they can do something like, for her. E viewing did it perfectly. Jim Zub like did it better than Bendis. Like, but I'd say mm-hmm. just throw money at E viewing because that's that was uh, the, um, that Iron Heart
0: series was a damn good book. Yes, it was. It was amazing. Um but like same thing, how I feel about the Ironheart but bo- uh, movie or TV show is how I feel about Armor Wars, a TV show starring Don Cheadle, and I'm just like, cool. I don't know why you didn't just have him be Riri's mentor in Ironheart, like sh- like he was supposed, like he should have been in the book. Like you should have just made him um her mentor and not Tony. But like. Cool. I like I don't care. Like I don't think uses like, Oh, I swear to God, if they <laughs> bring Downey back to do that shit, I will choke somebody out, man. Like that. Like it was the dumbest fucking thing, and if they do it, I will. Mm.
2: Computer. <sighs>
0: It w- and, like, and, like, and, the, and you could tell that no one was happy at Marvel during the computer ghost saga, because Spencer was just like, yeah, the computer ghost Tony is just a part of Secret Empire, who cares? And that's what made it worse. So like, there's that one really good moment. I know I keep bringing up fucking Hank beating his wife in this episode, which annoys me. But it's like, there's that moment in the, the, the third issue of Secret Empire, where, um, like, Tony calls out Hank. As, like, for, for for beating Jan. And it's like, it doesn't even resonate of, like, how much of a bitch slap to Hank this is, because it's a computer program. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: but that's the last I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> I mean, I saw that Michelle Pfeiffer's coming back for the next Ant-Man movie or whatever, and I'm like, I swear to mm-hmm. God. Like, I know that it's uncomfortable, but, like, y- you have to address it Like, you see, you know, particularly as, you know, a certified lady person, I am torn on that because, like, no, you did this storyline, you gotta live with it, but that could potentially be very uncomfortable, so, like...
0: Especially with, like, how Whitley did such a well job with Hope and, like, fixing it being a mental health thing. It's like, you might as well address it.
2: I mean, because, you know, in Whitley's Wasp, it, it is not excused. It is not excused at all. No. It it is contextualized, and Mm -hmm. I think that contextualization is important, and I think that's the kind of nuance the MCU is really bad at.
0: So, like, if they randomly say that, like, Michael Douglas has bipolar, that would be a great thing, but, like, I don't know. Um, From there, we move into the, um, the, like, the, the, the Hiddleston girls can start simping now moment where the Loki trailer came up and. I, I ain't got no bone in this fight I, I i'm like cool It looks pretty good it looks alright, but i ain't got no bone in this fight
2: <laughs> i didn't i didn't watch the trailer but like there has been um there we've seen set photos of a woman on set running around in loki's costume so i'm like either co- like do lady loki you cowards like because they have, I mean, they well, have the whole, they're gonna do it
0: there's the uh, whole then, thing of jamie alexander coming back for um for love and thunder, so they good. it's possible.
2: But I mean, you know, in terms of Loki, kind of because it, you know, comic book Loki is gender fluid, like, and yeah. um, Loki will flip back and forth because, like, in um, the the Secret Wars two tie in for a force, it's Lady Loki, mm-hmm. and you know, because you have Child Loki, regular Loki, and Lady Loki, and so like, do Lady Loki, you cowards, like play, like, uh that that is be great. the only stake I have in that fight is do Lady Loki, you cowards.
1: Also, Owen Wilson. That's a yeah. That was a I weird saw... one.
2: I saw the screen cap of
0: that. He he was very comedic in the trailer, and it was like, oh, right, like I could be down with you being in a Marvel thing. Let's see what happens. They gave him like a a snide detective kind of thing,
1: and I'm cool with that. But like, I don't think I've ever seen Owen Wilson in
0: something like this. So yeah, I'm no, like, no, I... uh... yeah, he typically doesn't. It feels like if Owen Wilson was casted as Coulson. That's like the best way I can describe it. It's like, he's very fucking snarky like how Coulson was.
1: And he means Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Coulson?
0: (laughs) No, I mean Coulson, period. I mean, like, it feels like someone brought Owen Wilson in to be that sort of like secret agent type business person, how Coulson was, and be that snarky dude. But, eh. um, WandaVision got a new trailer. I am
1: excited I'm, as hell to see her call Paul Bettany a fucking toaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, am at a point where with WandaVision, where literally I'm just like, give, 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 give me my kids, gi- give me, um, Ho- Hulkling and Wiccan and Speed and and like Elizabeth Olsen Olson could take her check and walk out. Like that's, that's how I feel. Like literally, like I, 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 it sounds like I'm demeaning her in that regard, but it's like. We, we know from the trailers that we're getting the gay representation we've wanted for a long time. Like, just put, put, like give us the kids, age them up, and like it's very obvious you don't want to be here much longer, Elizabeth. So, like, let's go. <laughs> like, it, it, like, do I sound really bad there? Like, help me out here. Oh, no, you're good,
1: because personally I just want the scene, the specific scene where she calls him a toaster and Vision, mm-hmm. a robot, still does
0: I mean, that's the one good scene from Tom King's book. I think if we're being realistic, it's the one good scene.
2: All I'm going to say. But,
0: like, 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 am, like Mary, that, am I wrong by saying that?
2: No, no. Um, I think people are giving Disney way too much wiggle room with the gay shit because will they do it? They might. Do I expect them to? It's Absolutely not. It's possible, but I don't think they're going to. And now, if Disney wants to prove me wrong, I'll eat that crow and go home. But I don't fucking buy it.
1: I don't. You're not real, Mary. You're a toaster.
2: I know, I'm a toaster. What's that line from from Runaways where Nico calls Victor... uh, She calls him a toaster, too. But, (laughs) um, But it's just like, I don't fucking buy it. And it's like, you know, if gay Joe Russo was, like, a the high, you know, oh that was God, I forgot about that. godsend of a moment, and it's, like, well, Joe Russo wanted to do it because he wanted to, you know, to be part of that and to show the dedication, oh and it's, like,
0: it was just, so just, bad, and it was, like, right like, when I was coming out, too, and I hated it so much.
2: It's, like, just, just, just call me a slur and walk away that would just be easier than watching this.
0: Yeah. And it's, it, like,
2: I don't, you know, it, they might do it for the shows uh, because they don't have to worry about an international box office but at the same time Disney Plus is in a lot of countries and they're hoping to expand to more countries by the time the service takes off will they hobble it for the services as well and I think you know Disney's been jerking around, you know, gay fans for years. Because do you remember when LeFou and Beauty and the Beast was the first? I, I mean, don't want to people... talk about. It. Like, and then you had what? What was that? The Troll movie had like the gay police officer. Yep,
0: yep. Like, the, um, freaking what you call it? Um, freaking um, the 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 one Pixar movie that came out recently. I forget what yeah. it's called. Like, like like, yeah, it had like the one like black lesbian woman in the background, and it was just like, why?
2: and it's just like you know just shit or get off the pot like everyone's like well they could still do this this and this and I'm like and Onward, if, they do, if they do that's great I don't buy it everybody seems to be of the opinion that they're gonna that they're building up to this big young avenger show and find me a property Marvel has not shit on more in the last five years than young avengers
0: Th- yeah <laughs>
2: If it's we're a being film. real we're honest, yeah, like it's a that- favorite book, and you know the first one, the first volume is alright. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, but like I the, the second volume, I, I liked the second volume better than the first volume.
0: I like because, the
2: because volume. oh no, no, no! Like I like the first volume. I'm just not like, you know, I didn't. Like, oh my god, this is the most perfect thing ever. Like, I really like the book, but it's not, like, an A-plus for me, if that makes any sense.
0: You just like and, Gillum's writing, don't you?
2: No, that's more, I have issues with Alan Heinberg.
0: Oh, okay, that's fair.
2: Because he did, some, like, he wrote Wonder Woman for a while, and it's just, like, I have script issues with Alan Heinberg So it's not the book, it's the writer, if that makes any sense.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
2: And, but, you know, Volume 2 did really well, and I really liked Volume 2 as well. And then where is it? Because what's the one book Marvel fans have been clamoring for for years is Young another Avengers. is another Young Avengers book, and what the storyline does all of Marvel seem completely uninterested in doing.
0: Like you got um freaking um uh Haley Steinfeld being announced to be Kate Bishop, but like she it's, it's obvious Haley Steinfeld's in her mid twenties and doing her own thing, so yeah, it like doesn't seem She's like something like that, twenty
2: three, twenty four.
0: And it's like you have her, and like you, and they just announced America Chavez for Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very frustrating because it's like you. you she's probably not going to be gay, and it's very annoying. And it's
2: well, like, I mean, that's my whole. Go ahead.
0: No, like i will all about to get to your point. Like anyway, it's like she's probably not going to be gay, but they're like they're hyping up the idea of more Spanish representation, and she she's very much younger than Haley, so it's like. The the age differences across the board are going to be a problem if they ever want to touch younger than
2: Because, I mean, the actress that they have playing America, I think she's going to be something like 14. So in Mm. the movie, the actress, the the actual actress will probably be around 15. And um, that seems to be a very convenient way to sidestep America Chavez's sexuality entirely. Especially since we have Gabby Rivera doing, like, lesbian space the Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: That entire origin makes me break out in hives.
0: I hate that book so much.
2: And it's just like... And, you know, I've seen a lot of people, you know, because I I wrote some Twitter musings about it. And there's some people who have commented with, you know, well, there's nothing stopping them from, like, just using a different actress later. And I've seen a lot of people on, you know, various social media apps and Reddit and whatnot talking about how we're on, like, our third actress for Cassie Lang. And it's like, yeah, that's that's the thing. Cassie Lang is a character comparatively that has no risk because the first Cassie was a young girl the second one was she opened a door in Endgame. Yeah, well, she
0: opened door and hug him.
2: Yeah, and so the this is going to be the first time we're seeing Cassie in any, like, quote-unquote meaningful context. So, you know, she's a character with virtually no risk. America's a very risky character to do. Yeah. And you know, and I get it. I'm pulling out the cork, the conspiracy corkboard, and the red thread, and all that. But I feel like the big gap between America Chavez and Kate Bishop is also to partially discourage the really popular fanship that only one person at Marvel seems really interested in doing anything with.
0: And we know who that is. And but... we know who
2: that is. We <laughs> went, like. But it's certainly not, it's certainly not Kelly Thompson.
0: Oh God, no. But um. <laughs> Sorry, Travis, we're, we're, we're having gay te- uh, teen drama fun over here, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> reinforce how heterosexual Kate Bishop is again and again.
0: Sorry, Travis, oh, we're, we're, we're having fun.
2: <laughs> but it's like, and that's my genuine worry, and now, like I said, if Marvel wants to prove me wrong, I'm happy with that, but I am the buzzkill of, like, gay comic Twitter. I'm the one there to remind everyone that, eh, shit could still go south. And it's like, you know, obviously it would just be easier to gripe to Victoria and let people, you know, have whatever dreams No,
0: this is your platform. You're able to have an opinion, and we're going to talk about it. Because I agree with you on a lot of this, that, like, America being that young is very concerning. And, like, Monica Rambeau, thankfully, even though she's going to be in WandaVision, it's already been greenlit to be in Captain Marvel 2. So, like, yay, but I'm concerned
2: if WandaVision fucks up Monica any more than Captain Marvel did, I'm I'm going to turn it all down. Because I am still, I was furious sitting in that theater. I paid IMAX money for that. And I was furious when I left.
0: Yeah, same. I was pissed. Because
2: Monica Rambeau is not a, you know, Miss Marvel stand-in fangirl. Is because if you look at Captain Marvel, that's what it is. Is Monica's a fangirl? Aunt Carol, stop it.
0: She literally was Captain Marvel before Carol. Like, come on. If
2: if you want to argue the, oh, it was never Monica's to begin with, and it makes more sense for Carol, like, I get it. Marvel was going to lose the license. Whatever. But like
0: it doesn't take away like the monumental like like like, moment that was for us.
2: I don't want them to and I I don't know if this is really my place to make this comment. Go for it. But why does every white Marvel hero need to have a plucky POC sidekick? Oh she said it. And it's almost it's almost every Marvel film. I mean, Tony Stark has Rhodey. Um, Steve Rogers has Falcon, uh, whose name I'm blanking on at the Sam. moment. Not Anthony Mackie, the character. Sam. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Oh my God. Uh, but you know, Steve has Sam. Thor has Valkyrie, and it's like. Um, Try, but
1: she said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard it. This is. Whoo,
2: whoo. I mean, Chris Pratt has you know all of the rest of.
0: She, you know? like, Chris Prock has a pack of minorities plus freaking rat, yeah. rat Rocket. Like, it's I mean, annoying.
2: people of color in the cast are some kind of humanoid alien and I'm like, I feel like this sh- is a problem. <laughs> like, it is a problem.
1: <laughs> I, I Yo, I didn't fucking Peter's, and, got Peter's got Ned. Peter's got
2: Ned. Peter's got Ned. And Carol had, Carol had Maria. And now I feel like they're gonna give her not only Monica, but they're gonna give her Kamala too. And you can oh, tell, God. I still have a, I still have election brain because my brain's like Kamala Khan. And I'm like, no, it's Kamala and Kamala Harris. So, like, mine still have election brain. So, if I hesitate, that's why. Yeah. And it's like, so I feel like they're going to give the pretty blonde white lady two POC besties. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Oh. Like, and I do not, like, it, it's just, it gives me a goddamn headache because, like, Monica Rambeau everything there is a one shot that was written by Dwayne McDuffie in the 90s and everything you have ever wanted to know about Monica Rambeau is in that one shot Yes, it is. and like that that's the one book I always tell people to read like it's a one shot you can find it on Comixology it's Captain Marvel number one I think and it's also in like the Monica Rambeau trade and it's just like it's perfect and she was such a dynamic character and she was the first black woman in the Avengers she led the Avengers for a while she did and it's just, like, they're going to turn her into Carol's...
0: She literally, like, like before S- she got depowered, like, she was the embodiment of light energy. Like, she combined with Blue Marvel and became the most powerful entity in all of comics. Hashtag bring back Ultimates, you cowards. Like, I know, I know Chadwick's gone, but you could still do Ultimates. Like, I swear There's- to God.
2: In Kelly, I think it's I believe it's in Kelly Pseudoconic's Captain Marvel, or I don't know. I don't remember if it is Kelly Pseudoconic, but there is a Captain Marvel run where Carol and Monica kind of have a bit of a standoff. Mm-hmm. And they kind of poke at each other for all of the various names that they've had. And Carol's like, look, I get you used to be Captain Marvel, but I'm Captain Marvel now. You've been like Photon, you've been like Pulsar, Sonar, whatever. You know, the the very obviously not sonar, but like, you Natural. know, the very the various spectrum the various different names that Monica has had and Monica turns around and chucks it right back in her face like okay binary warbird miss marvel like and so if you want to have that kind of a moment that moment was fun and then we find out that Monica has a google alert set up for herself and i love it um yes. and it's just like it just it hurts and i hate that we have to see this trend continued and it's just like Like, I understand, like, I feel, you know, I'm, I I don't want to, don't want it to seem like I'm stepping out of my lane or anything like that, but it just, it bothers the hell out of me. And it's something you notice almost immediately going in that you can only have people of color if they're playing second string to a fancy white hero.
0: Yeah, and you have so many, like, like uh, people of color who have just kind of accepted it and become complacent because we, we're just happy to see, like, us on the screen. Like, that's why T'Challa and Chadwick was so momentous for us because we saw the change occur where we weren't the second banana anymore. That's why I was emotional and on the phone to you after I saw Endgame where it's like, I got to see Sam pick up that shield. That's why I'm concerned about Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it's like, yes, this trailer looks fucking badass. Where the fuck is Sam's shield? Where's Sam's shield? Why the fuck are we acting like this isn't supposed to be Sam being Captain America? And it bothers me. And thank you, Travis, it bothers- for that back
2: because the fangirls love Bucky because of Stucky, uh, and I don't understand Stucky.
0: it. As but, the gay black man in the room, fuck Stucky. There's my, that is my opinion. There we go. But
2: probably. the fangirls love Bucky, and I feel like it's going to be Bucky, and Sam is his sidekick. But, and it's just, it. I don't know. And it's like the MCU. If you look at it in isolation, because I don't want somebody to come at me with, but DC, blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about that. If you look at the MCU in isolation, it has a lot of problems it needs to fix. And having Miss Marvel as a TV show isn't going to magically fix all of these problems. And, like... I don't know. Like, I know that we've got Eternals on uh, Eternals on the horizon, and honestly, who the hell cares? Like,
0: honestly, like I really could give a rat's ass about they're Eternals. Doing,
2: they're doing Eternals because DC's doing New Gods, and everybody wants that Jack Kirby money. Um, I have read one Eternals book in the entirety of my in in my comics reading, and that's not meant to make me sound fancy. I'm just saying that. Just no, no, thank you. Like, honestly, all four of a, the fan of the Eternals are gonna be really excited about this movie.
0: And like, yay, God yay, damn. Well, No, like I am I'm, I'm being like I'm with her, Travis. Like, like, yeah, the one dude from Atlanta's in it, and I'm hyped about that, but like and no one cares that Angelina Joe Lee got off her high horse and came over to Disney. Like, mm. no one cares. Like it's hell the point where it's a hell of a cast. It looks amazing. Like, yay, they they pulled out all the stops, but like no one really gives up, especially because they're like trying to hop up the Eternals as like the next round of like Avengers and shit. Like, no, stop it. No one cares. Like this movie's in a cell worse than anything. Like, like you got lucky with how like hyped Guardians was, but mm-hmm. like y- y'all tried in humans and you let it burn to the ground. Like, Inhumans was hot dumpster juice. Like, 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 Eternals is what Inhumans should have been. Like, if yeah. they would have put the money in the gas behind Inhumans the way they're putting behind, uh, like e- Eternals, we wouldn't be talking about Eternals. That, and that's that's on period. Like, I, I'm dead ass. Like, no one would even care about Eternals if they would have put the money into Inhumans like they were supposed to. Like, Vin Diesel you- was supposed to be Black Black Bolt. All that other nonsense. Like, they they could have done it.
2: Blackagar Bolticon. I'm sorry, Boltagon. It's his fucking name. Uh,
1: Medusa it's lift. Name, but like... <laughs> such a great character that
0: they fucking completely ruined. Like you cast in the best possible person in Sorinda Swan to play Medusa. And then you but, chopped oh, all the girls' hair off.
2: Nope, she's not gonna have hair, and when she does have hair, it's gonna look like Spawn's Kate from like the
1: 90s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: was such a good reference. <laughs> It, look, it looks like Spawn's oh. cake. It's Some nefarland
0: nip- I- <laughs> shit. Um, and and it- so you yeah, know, And like, I know I kind of like... Uh, go ahead, Mary. I'll let you finish up real quick.
2: And it's just, you know, and, 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 like, Eternals is coming out, and that's really, you know, it's it's a hell of a cast. It's a diverse cast. Uh, I think the most important part of Eternals is that they're giving Gemma Chan a second chance because Captain Marvel yes. fucked that, fucked her as well. And, yes. oh, yeah, Carol had a convenient painted POC bad guy that she could fight. Uh. Gemma Chan's, oh, I never liked you. And Carol's like, okay, I'm gonna punch you now. Like, so, this is the movie was fine i enjoyed the movie but the movie has problems yes. like a movie can be enjoyable and have a stack of problems like yeah. it, the two are not mutually exclusive so me critiquing captain marvel doesn't mean i hated the movie brie larson did very well
0: yes brie larson is one of the best parts of that damn movie exactly um, and, but like- is,
2: and what else do they have um because they have eternals and i'm sure all four people who are big fans of the eternals are going to be real excited
0: Uh Like Travis, if you want to hop in this, I know me and Mary are ranting. Like, don't be afraid to hop in this.
1: (laughs) Um, Honestly, like, I just I'm afraid of all the all the pooch screwing Marvel's already doing. You know what I'm saying? uh, Travis,
2: are you familiar with the Challengers of the Unknown? the The way old DC property.
1: (sighs) No, that's that's really.
2: Okay, because making an Eternals movie is kind of like making a movie about the challengers of the unknown. Like, and I'm like, sure I someone guess. somewhere will take offense that I said that.
1: It, but I mean, it, personally, it, it, I just kind Stop with betrayal. <laughs> I want. Uh, if. Push the talk is betrayal. Damn oh, you, push dude. the talk. <laughs>
0: uh, Come on, I get why y'all do
1: my my whole issue is fucking... I'm afraid of Marvel screwing more pooches in a similar fashion of how they did the end of Luke Cage Season 2 on the Netflix show. Like, they Ooh. fucking perfectly set it up for fucking David F. Walker's Heroes for Hire and then fucked everyone out of it.
0: Completely. Yup. Preach. So, yeah, no, like... And I, I, I'm excited for, like, Shang-Chi next year and shit like that. Like, that looks promising. But at the same time, it's just, like... I I really am worried that Marvel or in Disney in general doesn't know what to do with Marvel now that the Avengers has peaked. Like, yeah, you kind of diverted a couple things, especially like. And this, I am not like I will be very clear about this. I am not trying.
2: Shang Chi's already a whole mess of trouble.
0: Yeah, Shang Chi's already a whole mess of trouble.
2: And like, like, China's not thrilled because they're making it for the Chinese box office. But no, China has caught wind of the fact that Fu Manchu, an incredibly racist stereotype that the U.S. has been using for decades, was his original father in comic books, and I think they're like reversing it so that the Mandarin is now his father, and it's they just fucked kind up. Of,
0: Mandarin in Iron Man three, <laughs>
2: yeah, and it's like, how the fuck is that supposed to work? And you know, even you know, the Mandarin was. Uh, it, it's called the Yellow Peril, and I, I I I'm weirded out by saying that. But like you know, Fu Manchu was you know that kind of a villain, even well before he got into comic books. She's like, out
1: of you know,
2: I mean, anime. <laughs> he's
1: so much of a trope that he's literally the name of the fucking. Mother? Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it's literally the name of the trope. And it's just like, you know, and, you know, God's lover, you know, may the poor thing rest in peace. Anime Wong had to deal with that shit when she was making movies literally a hundred years ago.
0: Yep, And it's like, I'm, I'm terrified because, and this is, this is not on the fault of Chadwick being gone, but they were banking on chadwick being their their, chris, their next chris evans they were banking on him leading the like the the charge of the pocs into the or like like or like the poc the the, the women and whatnot like him and carol were supposed to take over the game but like now with mm-hmm. black panther 2 being turned into a tribute movie i don't think marvel knows what the fuck they're going to do anymore
2: And I think you can obviously tell from one very easy indicator that Disney had no idea Black Panther was going to be as profitable as it was. And that was Infinity War. Because you go from Black Panther straight into Infinity War and like 65% of Infinity War is with the Guardians. And in my opinion, the only parts of that movie that were actually interesting was like the not space crap. But, you know, we Yo. spent so little time in Wakanda and this movie had just, you know, taken the world by storm and we do nothing with it. And that's how you can tell that Disney had no idea that Black Panther was going to pull the numbers it was going to pull. Because...
0: That's, why, that's why Letitia and um, and um, Old Girl uh, from the Dorm Loger pulled back up in, in, in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's why they came back, because they didn't expect the movie to slap like, they did, like it did.
2: And Marvel... They back themselves into a corner and is, is Letitia, is she okay?
0: Oh God.
1: Travis. She's been sipping the Kool-Aid.
2: She's wild. I only have have like a periphery understanding of what's going on and I'm seeing weird conspiracy theories that she's in mourning and she's trying to get fired. And I'm like, I'm so like, Is she
0: okay? Like, like from I I I know there was either it was like because there was anti vaxxer shit and there was possible transphobic shit and oh. then like Don Cheadle got involved where he was like bye and then it was like oh that's my sister never mind because like probably my agent called me it's, it's and it's so just like. So yeah, no, like, you know someone snatched him up real quick. But it's, like, because he was ready to be, like, like, he was ready to put the Ice Cube meme in there and everything, like, by Felicia. Like, he was ready. But it's just, like, like especially because after his, like, like, Protect Trans Kids shirt on SNL, you know he doesn't give a fuck. So it's, like, it was very obvious, like, someone snatched him up. But I think like, and now, like, the way that Ryan Coogler and Kevin Feige phrased it at the thing of Black Panther 2 will be a tribute to Wakanda, that... Letisha probably just like fucked up all her money right there. Like, like she probably fucked it up right there. Like, like, like she was probably like being lined up with Chad being gone to be the next Black Panther, and then like, if she's in mourning, honey, get, like, please talk to somebody. Like, don't go out like this. Like, this is a lot to put on your shoulders, but like, don't do this to yourself. Like, talk to somebody, please. Don't do this to yourself.
2: Honestly, <laughs> um, that fits. The the bit that they talked about with Black Panther too, I feel like that was just a fancy way of saying we have no idea what we're doing with this. Like, yeah,
0: that's fair. Like, mean, they weren't honestly, expecting
2: this shit. No one was. Uh, uh, no, nobody was. And I think everything. Yeah, no one can blame them. God, no, not at all. I don't think anyone should blame them. I think everyone's just kind of caught off guard, and they're trying to give it a release date, but now they have to kick everything into overdrive. And I'm sure there was a script that's probably halfway done, close to being done, or whatever, and they have to repurpose everything. But I think they might need to be transparent about that. Because with everything that's going on with Chadwick's untimely um, passing, and then with everything going on with this, I think we need to have a bit of transparency about the second movie, because it could potentially be a shit show.
0: Yeah, it's a little scary. But Disney,
2: um, Disney can't. Af- Disney doesn't. Never wants to look stupid. So that's that's my only fear is that it's just this is gonna go off the rails too fast, and I don't think anybody wants that.
0: And like, especially with Feige not even saying a lick of what's going on with Blade, like that also is a concern of like you what don't else? Get to wave what, what, Blade in
2: front of my face and then not do anything with it. I don't care if you have to bring exactly. back goddamn
0: snipes. No no, 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 no. What Wesley's done. What Wesley's done. Like, I, know. You, I don't you know what I don't
2: even have to bring him back in some capacity. Get me another goddamn blade movie because I remember Blade Three.
0: Yeah, we just passed like the 10-year anniversary or like the like, or something of like Blade Trinity and it made me feel really old.
2: I mean, and especially <laughs> if you're gonna dangle, if you're gonna dangle Mahershala Ali's blade in my face, fucking commit to it.
0: Exactly, like that man is an Oscar-winning amazing person. Like that that is like the perfect like and there were so many like fan casts of him for so many years to make him blade. So when they announced it, it was just like heavens of all high. Like I remember the episode of Panel to Panel we did where it was like right as I saw it. I lost my shit. So like we need this like more now, more than ever. So basically, um I think Disney put a lot forward, but I, I think we need to just be optimistic for the future. That's where I'm going to say to that. If we,
2: um, we, we didn't tri- talk about Miss Marvel?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we, we, we can run real quick. Miss Marvel, Um, be, beyond all of our bitching about the POC concerns, um, as long as it is written well from the little bit of a sizzle reel that we saw mm-hmm. and how they're really committed to getting it right, Um, and Feige, the thing that's The thing that Faye said about when you have a character that comes along like uh, Kamala that that does uh, what uh, she did to the comic industry of revolutionizing like the young peoples like like need for that kind of hero then you put it forward you put it out into in, like in into the like the, the, the media because she's needed like that's why we got that really poorly animated marvel tv show with her in it because people needed her there despite the really poor animation that's why you that, you that got that
2: show her it
0: was so bad like it was so like like, like like squirrel girl couldn't even save that show like <laughs>
2: America Chavez couldn't say that show because I think there was it was either a comic tie-in or there was one episode or something where America Chavez said something like "Holy tamales" or something like that. She did, and and it was collective internet cringe.
0: Yeah, and it's like, like after, like in collectively, people have said that uh, Kamala is the best thing about the Avengers video game. So it's like when you have that kind of character that is in high demand, you do something about it. So it's like I think. If Ms. Marvel is a success, then good. Make her be a success. Put all the money you can into it and make it be hot. Like, like not like, 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 make it be the best thing possible yeah. for people. And it, 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 if it, it collapses, <clears throat> then make it happen. That's how I feel. Like, Kamala has never been something, like, for me. I think I became more of a, of, of a Kamala fan after playing the Avengers video game. You know, I'd already been sort of like a yay, good for you kind of fan for a while. So it's, like, I'm excited for it, but, like, I like yay. That's how I feel about it. Like, good job.
2: I think that they have the world's easiest setup because she is a new character, so she's a very linear storyline. And, you know, for mo- the majority of her existence, she only had one writer, and it was G. Willow Wilson. hmm and you know that's obviously expanded out. You know she you know she's been in Champions and there's magnificent Miss Marvel. But you know for the core book, which is probably what they're going to spend the first chunk of the show adapting, is that. You have the world's easiest setup. If you can do this right, this can be incredible. And now I'm not out here saying that, oh, God, they're going to fuck it up, whatever. No, 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 no. I'm saying that if this can work, because I'm always leery of any new TV show on the horizon, and I don't like to say anything's going to be great because I get burned too often. Mm. And I, I also said when they announced the New Mutants movie, I'm like, this is going to be great. New Mutants, uh, <laughs> to <Marvel>. so,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: ask me about that.
0: Because so my, two, bad.
2: my two favorite Marvel properties are Runaways and New Mutants and ask me how I'm doing.
0: It was so bad.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, they have the easiest setup in the world. I mean, it's a very new character with a very linear storyline. Like, and you have, you know, Loki pops up. Obviously, you know, she has this whole story. Like, it's fantastic. She has this whole ridiculous story arc with Wolverine. And she's just running around
0: geeking out with Wolverine the whole time. Talking about how,
2: like, I think it's like her Wolverine Storm fanfic did really well. Yeah. And it's it is just like it's great. And I'm sad that we're not gonna get that because you know X-Men, but I, I think the actress that they've cast, she seems really excited and really engaged. And I think this could be really cool, but I'm always like 20% terrified. And yeah, and then she hulk. I'm very excited about She-Hulk
0: yes um
2: they finally confirmed that tatiana maslani is she hulk and that is not a that no no no, that's not a boost for her career this is a fantastic get for marvel because that bitch can act if you can if you can carry a show where you play no less than six different characters a season you can play the duality of hulk like she is going to act circles around anything mark ruffalo has done in the mcu
0: <laughs>
1: Which wasn't much. Edward Norton's the better Hulk. Cough, cough, cough.
2: Oh god, no! no. Edward Norton is, right. is the better Hulk, right. and Tatiana right. Mahoney right. will still show him up. Like,
0: but uh, no, um, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And I was even bitching about how, like, I hate Thor Ragnarok for ruining the Planet Hulk storyline. So, the, the day, so they so, like, fucking no. destroyed my favorite Hulk story. And why did oh. you back me up? When I was arguing people in
1: the Discord. Why did you back me up, huh? I see how it is. Did you, did you tag me? Did you
0: tag me? Did you tag me? I see how it is. But no, uh, um, but no. Uh, the final thing we'll end on real quick because I know as the like like one of the biggest Fantastic Four fans that I know. If I don't speak on this, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looked upon as like a heathen. But um, they announced that John Watts, the director of the, uh, this mm-hmm. like the new Spider-Man movies, is going to be doing a Fantastic Four movie. And not here's not what I'm about. gonna say about. This. Here's what I'm gonna say about this. I had to watch my favorite Marvel character, Benjamin J. Grimm, be brought to my face, have his catchphrase be used as an abuse parallel, and have him walk out on on stage, basically, with no pants. Granted, that was by Fox and... It was the same movie that made the that, that made the the adopted daughter be the white girl and uh, uh, like to the black family and had Doctor Doom looking like a glow stick got eaten by tinfoil. But at the same time, we've had things like Ben Kingsley as um friggin Mandarin. We've had train wrecks like Thor: Dark World. We've had crazy ass movies, or like like mistakes, like Infinity War, like that that fucked up Wakanda and had most of it in space. We've had jokes be made out of one of the most iconic uh, Dan Abnett stories, like The Guardians of the Galaxy, which I will die on that hill. That Guardians of the Galaxy deserves to be more serious than what it was. Fight me, mm-hmm. like. Like I, 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 if they ruin Fantastic Four again, I'm done. Like I, I, that's why I like when everyone's in my in my DMs going, "Well, what do you think about, about Fantastic Four and John Watson, yada yada?" Like you're a big Fantastic Four fan, yada yada. Like I'm excited, I'm I'm potentially enthused, but until I see casting, until I see trailers, I don't care. Because I I have been hurt too much. I've seen the guy from Nip Tuck be Doctor Doom. I don't care anymore. Hurt too much, damn I will it. Say this, like
2: my, Michael. John Chik-
0: Krasinski
1: is Reed Richards. Just saying, and Michael Chickmas was amazing.
0: Michael Chiklis was amazing, but like, yeah, Michael Chiklis was amazing. Like Chris I, my, Evans was great, but
2: Jessica, just, like, I'm at the point. Don't at me
0: elbow was great but like I'm just at the point and I'm just at the point where it's like I've been hurt too much I, I, I like I, I literally saw a thing with no pants like I I just i, I, was, oh I the
1: weird part is that they ruined so much comic lore for that specific part because like the thing still has a rock penis no! <laughs> yeah! and it's just I'm, I I, just, that's where I'm
0: like, I, go I ahead, just Mary. remembered
2: that Carrie Washington was Alicia.
0: Yeah, Carrie Washington was Alicia Masters. Sorry, that's I correct. Just, I Car- just
2: remembered that.
0: Yep. She was one of the first ever uh freaking race changes in comic media, and she killed it, and it was great. But it's just like I've that that's that's where I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that on the table. Is I've been hurt too much, and I refuse to give this announcement credence until I see a trailer. Like I know I did have people I have people in my like tagging me. I have people in my DMs. I don't care. I will wait until and like like the dream the motherfucking dream would be um I know movie bob's scum right now because of what he did to Lindsay Ellis but like movie bob's pitch of how they put the Fantastic Four into canon it would be the best way to do it where like they were in the 40s like how Ant Man and the Wasp were and then they got booted in later. And like you do it, you basically just give us Hickman's Fantastic Four. That's what you need to do, but you're not gonna fucking do it. So that's what I'm gonna say to that.
2: I was really disappointed to hear that John Watts is directing it. Not that I think he's a bad director. I wasn't thrilled with his Spider-Man movies, and I know that's I don't know. I do not want to anger Spider Twitter, but um, oh, honey, we've already done that. Yeah, and it's just, about it. I <laughs> I feel like they stripped too much from miles and gave it to Peter. And I know like the movies are fine, but I just, I don't like the way they did it. And I am afraid that he's going to bring that same switching, pulling from this, pulling from that to the fantastic four. And like the movie is in such a volatile state. Cause I mean, the Fox movies were comic book movies in the early two thousands. None of them were good. None of them were good like just none of them were good so like you can't even really argue quality for shit like the first x-men movie the first fantastic four movie the first you know daredevil you can't really argue qualities for movies coming from when comic book movies were just really shitty yeah
0: so it's like i've been hurt too much but at the same time i'm i'm optimistic travis before we go do you have any opinions on possible fantastic four shit
1: Oh, yeah, yeah don't make Galactus so negative.
2: <laughs> Scary Cloud Galactus.
0: Oh, that was so bad. Don't and make also, him from, don't, don't don't make him a storm, please God. Do
2: not make the Thing and Sue Storm worthless, because you yes. see that time and again. Because the Thing is just a giant boulder and he can break a lot of shit, and he's a very emotional character. Do not fuck this up. And Sue Storm can literally rip you apart from the inside.
1: I just want to say the dream for me is is I want Sue Storm to hentai fuck Doom like she did in the comics.
2: No, if you want want to Sue Storm drama, bring in Namor and just kind of have them have their thing. But like, just don't, don't make the token girl the hot mom, like... And it so-
0: it's it's like it but like both of their best moments like Sue and Ben are both in Civil War and that's crazy to think about where it's like Sue has that really baller moment where she just kind of gives Reed the finger and saves the resistance and then Ben has that really epic moment where one of the Yancey Street kids is, is attacked by Iron Man in, like, in Captain America fighting so he just says fuck both of you I'm going to Paris like I'm done I'm neutral I'm not doing this shit anymore and it's just like the like those moments right there are what I need. I need these two to be powerful. I need them to be like like there. If you want another strong woman woman to be in your MCU like mess you've made, you need to put some agency and some power behind Sue and not just limit her to being a mom.
2: And it's just like John Watts. I don't want you know it to be another MJ situation where Zendaya is great. We love Zendaya. But MJ was snarky, and really, that's kind of the extent of her character is that she's snarky and no nonsense. And it's like it yeah. just it, it hurt.. It's just, yeah, ugh. I don't Whoa. know. I'm just we- I, I, I get really shitty about the Fantastic Four very easily because it was Same. my dads it was my dad's favorite property. And you, like, I read way too much of it as a child. See,
0: for for me, it's one of those things where it's like my family sucked when I was younger, so like it still do. So it's like when I read Fantastic Four books, I feel like I'm a part of the family. So when I see them hurt, like them hurting so much in their media like properties, like the sad part is the only good like representation of Fantastic Four in media is the one like tsunami show they had years mm-hmm. ago that like nobody that. ever talks about anymore. That had one of the best fucking theme songs ever, and it's depressing that. No- Nobody talks about it and it's not on Disney+. Plus. So it's like, I need more care for, for, for the Fantastic Four if you're moving into this shit.
2: The only other thing I have to say is that I'm I disappointed that not because I dislike John Watts. I was hoping to see somebody new in the director's chair because i'm very afraid yeah, that, marvel, that with these big properties like spider-man fantastic four you know captain marvel whatever you know you know what i mean the top tier properties i'm very afraid that they're just gonna start passing movies back and forth among the same people with the obvious exceptions of like you know a lady or poc character because mm-hmm. the russos you know the russos and whedon did all of the major stuff in the first 80 phases so, like, I'm very worried that they're just going to start passing all the movies back and forth among the same four white guys. Yeah. So I was hoping to see somebody new in the director's chair, but I think any superhero, all superhero movies need to, we need to see a big influx of talent coming in.
0: Agreed. And I,
2: I can understand having, you know, the same guy do the same two Spider-Man movies or the same gal doing both Wonder Woman movies. That's not what I'm talking about. So that's why I'm disappointed. I don't want Spider-Twitter to come at me with torches and pitchforks.
0: Oh, no, come. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. But also, but like, like, to add to what you're saying, though, it's like they kind of followed what um, Marvel did with Slot, where it's like, hey, you can do Spider-Man. Why don't you do Fantastic Four? And it's like, that didn't go well, so don't do that.
2: Like, comics is already in that trap. They keep passing around books to the same five people. Like... And it's, like, the only person they should be passing all those books to is Tom Taylor. But,
0: Agreed. And Dan but, Slott, if you want to block me like you've done everybody else, I don't really care. I'm sorry. I am have, like,
2: I haven't been blocked yet, and I'm kind of sad.
0: I haven't been blocked, but it's, like, I haven't really provoked him. But I will say on air that, like, your Fantastic Four book turned to trash once you married off Ben. And I stick by that statement. Um, he really- but, yeah, no, um... Yeah, no, he, he, like, Spider-Man died for me after he was killed, was body-swapped by Auk, and after that I was like, I'm, I'm bored. Stop it. I
2: used to be such a big fan of Spider-Man. He was, like, my, one of my top three favorite superheroes, and I know that sounds very odd for me to say, but, no, I loved Spider-Man more than, like, just a lot of other stuff, and it's just, nope, and I've never been able to pick up the Spider-Book since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm um, I have rambled far too much this evening.
0: No, I've missed your ramblings, and this is something we're going to be excited for for like starting in next year because like we're literally gonna like end the year off with a bang because uh, in the next two weeks we will be uh, re- like reviewing uh, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, like when we are able to, and then we <laughs> will be kicking off at, like our end of the year bash with our uh, our issue number fifty. Our number fifty will be a drunken commentary of uh, Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin, and that is going to be very enjoyable. Me and Mary and Travis will... Travis will finally be uh, like I- indulging us by finally like partaking in the drinking of the alcohols as we review the, this amazing movie. <laughs> I'm I mean, a fucking lightweight, so it's gonna be like two drinks. Yes. Plot,
2: twist, plot twist, that episode will be a one-woman show.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> So it's like like we're going to end the year off with a bang and in 2021 we'll be seeing a lot more panel to panel. We want to make sure that this, this does remain to be the flagship of this website and as we move into the next year. So get ready for more stuff.
2: If the world hasn't ended by then.
0: Right. Um, so it's like, we're, and then we, we chose because of different things going on with the election and like people being sick and whatnot, we chose to move the, the Simone saga to 2021. You will be seeing it. We will be covering it. We care about the work that Gail Simone has done over the years. So you will be seeing that in time. And we will be doing more, um, a creator spotlights as time goes on because we want to spotlight the amazing work people have done over the years. So get ready for that kind of stuff to be seen on panel to panel. Um, Travis, what is your closing statement for this episode? Please, Marvel,
1: stop fucking the dog. Stop dropping <laughs> the ball, screwing the pooch, whatever you want to call it, but I need I need them to stop fucking the dog on this one, big
0: time. Fair. Fair. Um, Mary, what is your closing statement for, I believe, episode 48 of Panel to Panel?
2: Um... Golly, I'm not sure. Uh, Watch Wonder Woman 84 and HBO Max on Christmas. I don't know. Y'all. I'm I'm about to, if the world does not end and we all magically can see the movie, um, I'm gonna have a lot to say regardless. Love it, hate it, I'm gonna have a lot
0: to say. You're gonna see her ride the lightning.
2: Which is a pre-existing thing she's done in the comics. Will people shut up with the goddamn Spider-Man crap? Okay, that, I'm sorry.
0: That's a ba- that's a better closing statement. Um, <laughs> um, my closing statement. Um, I'm excited for new Star Wars shit. Um, put some pants on Ben Grimm, and we will catch you folks next time right here at Panel Two Panel. Peace out.